Blog Talk Radio. Can I play with madness? Welcome to another edition of Archivist Bets on Sexy, which is a podcast from the Geek Girls perspective. And I am the head huntress. And once again, we're here. We might be broken, worn out, beat up, but we're here. And it's also the beginning of what they used to call in the, those back little days, Sweeps Month is staring us in the face. And boy, do we have a big show for you. And the next several shows are all big in some way, in form. So first, let me introduce you to my sexy witches, and then we're going to get right on to it. Starting with sound problems right off the bat, but my uh, first sexy witch is all the way in Seattle, Washington, and yo boy, it's the birthday! It's a birthday girl! It's a birthday person! It's a birthday boy! Birthday person, right? Is that the right? What is the figuring gender equality for birthday now? Right? I am the non-binary. Non-binary birthday. Okay, yeah. happy non-binary birthday to my co-host, <laughs> LARPer, writer, horror geek extraordinaire. Look for her shit on YouTube. It's fabulous. Welcome to the show, the sexy witch, Queenie Todd. Woo! Not bad, not bad. How are you doing this evening? And how's your birthday been so far? My birthday has been glorious. I've done pretty much fuck all. And and I've eaten lots of cake and lasagna. And uh, I feel very full. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, that sounds very satisfying. Hey, lasagna's uh, what I, I get I, on my I, birthday, too. <laughs> my husband brought me home lasagna, and then he brought me two pieces of cake because he wasn't sure which one I would want more. So he brought me home like a little cheesecake because he heard earlier in the week that I wanted cheesecake. So he thinks about these things. He keeps track of them. Good man. <laughs> He's a good man. <laughs> All right. And tonight is a special night for you on Sexy Witches because after our first hour, an hour or two, I am giving over the reins to you with your uh, guest host, Michelle Nesk. And not only are you going to give us a small preview of Cryptogram Seattle, which you're going to make a appearance at, you're going to get to do what the fuck you want. I don't, e- I don't yeah. even know what you guys are going to be talking about tonight. So that's pretty exciting we'll and see. scary all at the same time. So, <laughs> we'll, so we'll get back to I'm you in excited. just a minute. we got a couple more people to introduce before we get on with the madness. Um, over okay. on the uh, – back closer to me in Virginia, 
even though my sexy, and she's on with us tonight, my sexy porn witch, but she's not doing so well in the vocal cords tonight. But I still want to introduce her because she wanted to call in and listen to what the theme tonight will be for the Halloween Horror Movie Marathon Magnus. Please welcome to the show my sexy porn witch, Erin Marie. Hi. Hi. I told you they are the cigarettes. And the cabin for <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> it's I'm sorry. Hey, can you go? We love you. <laughs> can we do that? You know what? Huh? My precious. My precious. Say my precious. My precious. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll take that. Yay. Okay. Sorry. sorry. We had, we got to make fun. If we didn't laugh, we would all cry. So, uh, I'm sorry you're not feeling well, Erin. I like to try to Um, sing when I'm hoarse, but this feels more like I broke my voice than the sickness, so. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that. But, you know, we're not going to get into good details, but let's just say your your, um, current endeavors are actually doing you rather well. Yes. Yes. So, if you... If you want to find Erin Marie on YouTube, just go look in and she'll let you know. But um, in the meantime, I have another guest host since Erin Marie can't speak tonight. I'm so glad he's also with us tonight. Uh, he's got a lot on his plate, too, so we're really glad he's here. And he sounds like he's also coughing. Actually, a lot of my guests are coughing. <laughs> we must all have some kind of um, it's problem. Season. I don't know. <clears throat> I might be. So please welcome to the show director out of York, Pennsylvania, and uh, see his movie, I'm Dreaming of a White Student Stay, our regular correspondent, Mike Lombardo. Hello. You're Howdy. Hey. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hey. Mike, Lomb- uh, Mike Lombardo. How you so doing? This is the mad fine. How you been doing up in York, Pennsylvania? Uh, Lancaster, actually, not York. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Lancaster County. I just, I get confused sometimes. But yeah, you're in Lancaster. That's but, okay. uh, but One of them is a desolate wasteland. One of them is a desolate wasteland with Amish people. So there's a difference. <laughs> hey, uh, you have shoe fly pie up there, and that makes up for a lot of things. So uh, Yeah, but, I suppose. You know. <laughs> Uh, so, but you are going to be in York, Pennsylvania in a couple of weeks in your own public appearance, right? Yes, I am. The uh, Scares the Care Telethon, the 24-hour telethon. Yeah, we'll talk. I'll I'll give a quick – go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, that's going to be the 24-hour uh, thing we're raising money for Scares the Care for the uh, – with uh, Brian Keene and the Horror Show um, podcast that I'm a guest – not a guest, I'm a co-host on. So we're going to be running for 24 hours straight on that, and uh, I'm told that there's a thing called the Wheel of Lombardo, and I'm not exactly sure what that is, but <laughs> you guys will find out when I do. <laughs> oh well, I'm I, I'm I'm actually thinking about coming up for a day for the day on Saturday. Um, I join you guys up there. I know Token Excellent. Tom's coming sure. down from Syracuse, so um, I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it. We'll talk about it. We're not going to talk about it too much detail on this show. I'm going to talk about it more on my uh, Days of the Dead preview show in a couple of weeks. But I do want to make sure we, we plug the crap out of it while you're on air with us. So mm-hmm. uh, well, we've got one sure. more person on, and I believe this is one of my judges for the madness. Hello, you're on with the Sexy Witches 971 area code. Hi, this is Raven. 
Woo! Yes. Okay. Welcome to Sexy Witches. So our whole panel is here. So we have director Michael Lombardo with a horror film that is in our theme tonight, and our reigning judge, Raven Jasper Hawk, who is not only she's reigning judge, she also uh, she's the reigning judge of the team that. Uh, so she gets to help with the theme this year, and she helps. She picked the theme song, in fact, which we'll play later in the broadcast. And um, so she, she, even though she has helped, I am the I get I am the benevolent overlord as the head huntress. So I get the final say what the exact <laughs> theme is. So let's talk about madness. Are we ready, folks? We're all here. Mm-hmm. Ready. Can I play with madness? Okay, so what the fuck is the madness, you may be asking. Probably most of you listening out there do know what the madness is because you've been playing now for going on <laughs> 11 years. <coughs> 11? No, I haven't been doing it that long, have I, guys? Sexy witches? It's been a while. Uh, no, 11 years. Wait a minute. Oh, I, like my life, I gave my life. <laughs> I was friggin'. Mark Lombardo's age when I started this shit. Now I'm like old. 14? So, well, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. So, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> ha, ha. so, uh, so what is the madness? Okay, so first of all, the madness isn't right now. Madness is six months from now. And starting in the last two weeks of September, the official start date is usually on the first week of October and runs the entire month of October through Halloween with a little extra week for of, of results time. So the judges are making a big commitment. I have judges, I have contestants. Uh, it is a basically a horror watching horror film watching contest. You basically, and this is it. This is all you need to know. Watch a shit ton of horror films in the month of October, as many as you can. You turn in a summary once a week, an easy summary. It might not sound like it's easy, but it is. We'll talk about it a little bit in detail later. Turn it in once a week to your judge. There are several judges. Judges are like mentors. They're not like judges like on American Idol. They're close to what you would get on, let's say, X Factor. You remember that show? Someone that mentors you, yeah. like Project One Way. They have someone that mentors you, yeah, that kind of shit. Uh, so the judges do that. They and Once a week, you turn in your summary. The judges score the summaries, and then they turn all the score summaries to me, and I put them all together in a nice neat package. And then whoever watches the most, and it's for a point system, and whoever watches the most film for the most points wins. Now, basically, that's it. That's what the madness is. I do have a very, very complicated, and these all these people, except for Mike, can vouch. It's complicated point system. But like all great point systems, and like Monopoly, you only need the points and the rules when you're stuck. If you can remember a few key things about the rules, you can win. You can win the madness because, of course, even though any horror film, any horror television, like Queenie, for example, can, what is a, a unusual holiday special someone might watch for the madness? Like you can watch. Everyone knows you can watch any horror film, but you can also watch any holiday special, like, right? Uh, yeah, like uh, Hilarious House of Bright Side. Like watch that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Almost everyone once a year, I have at least one person watch the Halloween Garfield special. It really doesn't matter. What about what the you uh, watch. Halloween episode of Quantum Leap? Yeah, oh, that, that one works. too. And all, all Halloween ep- spe- 
special episode. So basically, it's Halloween themed or it's horror, or it's it's accepted for the madness. You can watch it, and it matters. It's a quantity thing, not quality. So it's timing. So basically, without going into the details of the point system, one point equals one hour. Most films, one one and a half hour to two hour fifteen minutes are two points. So that's simple as that. So most films are two points, but there's a theme, and those films can get more. And Queenie, how do we get more points in the madness? Um, by doubling the ten up or, or finding ten like, ten uh, wild card. Bonus um, points. Right, the bonus points. Those two. <laughs> Yeah, well, particular bonus points. We'll talk about wild cards also. So, a bonus yeah. point film is a film that's in our theme. There are ten bonus points. I won't tell them all right now, but I will give you a couple of them. And those, if, if you have a film that has one of those ten bonus points, you can actually get extra points in the madness. So, what is our theme? First of all, Mike Lombardo, let's bring you into this. Mm-hmm. Because your movie... Is not our main themed film, but it's our number two main themed film. And your film will be the highest point values in the madness for a spoilerific wow. reason we're not going to talk about. But I would like you to talk about what your film is about. I'm Dreaming of a White Doomsday. Uh, sure. I'm Dreaming of a White Doomsday. This is the official, uh, the official synopsis. Uh, okay, let me skip all that nonsense. Um... The disturbing tale of Kelly and her son Riley weathering the end times in a bomb shelter amongst the ruin that was once the world. With Christmas Eve approaching and supplies and hope steadily declining, Kelly must make a horrifying decision that will cause her to find out just how far she would go for her child. So that's the official synopsis. Um, It is a post-apocalyptic Christmas movie, if that description didn't uh, already inform you of that. But a mom and her seven-year-old starving to death in a bomb shelter and things are not going well. So and that's the basic so, but Great. So in particular, though, there's one element that pushes that film into theme. And Raven, I think it's time to let people know our theme. Do you remember the title, or I should go ahead and say it? You should probably go ahead and say it, because I will muck it up. Oh, okay. Can't well, handle the pressure. Raven, first of all, thank you, Raven, for helping me with um, the theme this year uh, gave her a few choices. Oh, always. And so this year's theme for the Halloween Horror Movie Marathon Madness will be drum roll, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. It's called Happy Horror Days. We are doing holiday and anthology themed movies with holiday anthology films being the highest point values in the madness this year. So this year is going to be all about holiday films and horror shorts. So I'm wearing my Silent Night Deadly Night shirt right now, so it's kind of appropriate. Yay! (laughs) Woo! Silent Night Deadly Night will also be an automatic triple bonus film for the same reason that Mike Lombardo's will also be an automatic triple bonus film. That's as much as I'm going to give for that hint for that. But the main reason why 
the main films that are going to be worth the most will be this. This is, and everyone, get ready. This is the actual bonus point. I've written this bonus point before in our hack and slash year. So that tells you that it actually, we're going to drop a lot of fucking flashers this year. Are you ready? If what you're watching ready. is titled with a specific date and or takes place on a specific holiday. Halloween, automatic triple bonus. So that's number one bonus point this year in the madness. So that was, let's see, what is a good Halloween-themed horror film? Obviously, the highest points would go to a movie like Trick or Treat, right? Night of the Demons. Um, Night of the Demons, yes. What else? Raven, give me one. Fantasy Play. Something like that. Halloween, is that what you said? Halloween's going to be the highest point value is that any holiday film gets a, po- a bonus point. So, yeah, so there will be a bonus point for that yeah. one. Yeah, so uh, other bonus point films that do not get automatic triple bonus would be like Leprechaun, but Halloween films would be like we got Tales of Halloween and Halloween Tales. Mm. Believe it or not, those are two <laughs> different movies. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. There was a new film last year, an independent film called The Barn. It takes place on yep, Halloween. Yep, I actually just that watched that autumn... uh, yesterday. Oh, how is it? How very, is it? very good. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's real good. I, I can't. I have it on the top of my pile. I'm kind of holding off. Uh, in particular, think, uh, the movie. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, actually, I think we're interviewing the director of The Barn on the Horror Syndicate Lives on Friday. Oh, I'm cool. Sure. I'm, I I might share. I'm gonna definitely share that with the madness. If um, if uh, in the madness, if you do that, that's awesome. So um, they also the did uh, barn... 10:31. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I'm assuming that that's a Halloween movie. <laughs> so so they have made now two automatic triple bonus films. So you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So Halloween horror films will be our highest point values. Now number two will push is uh, also important, and it's. If what you are watching is a horror anthology, holiday horror anthologies are automatic triple bonus. So that's where the Christmas anthologies will come in. So Christmas Horror Story is an automatic triple bonus. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can watch uh, bonus point films that are not holiday related would be films like Triple X or Double X, VHS. What's another good holiday anthology or horror anthology? That's out there right now. Don't forget, there's television, Tales from the Crypt, uh, you know, uh, Tales to the Creep Dark show. Side. Matter of fact, Creep Show. Monsters. Creep Show will be will be a bonus. Will be a bonus. Uh, actually, it's an automatic triple bonus because the up the one segment is called Father's Day. Father's Day is holiday mm-hmm. is a holiday related segment, so it would be automatic triple bonus. Uh, it'll be our highest point value. So yeah, definitely Creep Show is going to play into it. So what last year George A. Romero was a uh, was a wild card, which is a, a film that with a character you can watch anything in. Uh, I might maintain George A. Romero, and you can watch anything of his because of Creepshow. Um, that's all. I, when it comes to the actual details of the rules, you'll get that episode in September. <laughs> right now, we're just getting the theme down and what kinds of films we'll be looking for. Um, there'll be ten points total, uh, bonus points total. Uh, the third one I, uh, is going to be a Christmas ep- a Christmas bonus point. I'm not going to get into it too much, but it will have to do with holiday decorations. There will definitely be one about holiday decorations and murder because that's just awesome. Uh, let's see. Other things you could look for in a holiday anthology film. Anybody. Something that would be fun to look for. You know, like a scavenger hunt because that's really what the Marathon Madness is. 
Well, uh, I mean, obviously the, 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 the man in red. Well, Santa, but we're not going to talk about Santa right now. Uh, but obviously Santa's mm-hmm. going to come into play big time on this one. Uh, let's what see, uh, you know. What? Go ahead. Krampus. 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 Oh, Krampus. Yes. Of course Krampus. Krampus is definitely going to come big into big play. He's big red, too. Somebody. Yeah, and he uses he uses Christmas decorations in his in his uh, uh his shenanigans. So he'll definitely yes, he get bonus points for that. Uh so uh you know, so that's the, basically what the madness theme is going to be. This year's mascot film is 2016's Holidays, which is a horror and holiday anthology that has one almost it has it starts with February Valentine's Day and loops all the way back around to New Year's. Has anybody in this group seen it yet? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I didn't think it was very good. <laughs> it's not very good. I, you should rewatch it. It's actually, I re, uh, Aaron Marie should rewatch it. You guys should watch it. There's some really good design in this film. It's actually, first of all, even though it's all male directors, Kevin Smith is one of them, actually. Um, the, the, uh, every single segment is very female centric. There's lots of pregnancy horror. A queenie will like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like you know, that a lot. Exactly what I yeah. Um, like the best. The it. best thing is spoiler alert. The Easter one has this really, and you can look on them online. They do this really creepy Easter Jesus hybrid Easter bunny. So oh, he looks so like creepy. Jesus with an with an Easter bunny head. And his stigmata, get this, has birds that come out of it, like little chickies, like eggs and stuff. <laughs> it's really Fair creepy. Nice. And, uh, yeah, and he walks up to kids and has them touch his, uh, his spear scars, you know, from the crucifixion <laughs> and stuff. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's also good. Um, another show that would also have maybe not be – an anthology, but like, here's a way you can get points on a show. Let's say, say you're watching American Gods, Neil uh, Neil Gaiman's wonderful series on stars, which we love back since they're killing Ash off. Uh, <laughs> but their la- very last episode takes place on Easter. So you could watch that episode, you would get bonus points for watching that episode. So, you know, there's lots of ways to get bonus points in the madness and lots of ways to look for things and have fun. But once again, if you don't want to watch any anthologies or any holiday films and just want to watch nothing but Friday the 13th, hey, it's worth a bonus point as well because it's titled Friday the 13th. Other films that have uh, take place on specific dates like uh, 420 Massacre, that one will count as a bonus point. So there's lots of ways to get bonus points in the madness. You just have to know. Uh, April Fool's Day, but also Slaughter High, which takes place on April Fool's Day. So, uh, you know, there's just lots of ways to do it. Uh, it's, it's been a very long 10 years that I almost didn't do it after losing my writing partner, James Harris, last year. Uh, but I was convinced to try one more round and see if I would want to do it. So here I am doing another year, and here I am talking about the madness with all of you. This year we have how many judges, Raven, do we have? I'm trying to think. We have oh, no. Raven. <laughs> We have Raven as their judge, our team winner. Anthony Thurber of filmarcade.net. I believe he just got a new gig writing for someone. I forget, but it was really good gig, Anthony Thurber. Congratulations on that. My oldest judge, he came on in my third year, was part of my hack and slash year, and I needed help with slashers because, believe it or not, 
10 years ago, I didn't know shit about slashers. I wasn't really a fan of them. I didn't like them except for Freddy Krueger. I wasn't really a huge fan of Friday the 13th or any of those. So I did a deep dive year in Hack and Slash and watched Happy Birthday to Me, which would be a bonus point film. Uh, I watched, uh, what's that one with the, with the Tom Savini and the Pitchfork, The Prowler. I watched a bunch of stuff. And so Freddie Young introduced me to all these really weird uh, horror films. And so I watched, so Freddie will be on. Uh, our new judge this year will be Token Tommy Clark, who has been guesting on this show occasionally. He's also my writing partner on Repo Nerds, and I occasionally guest host on the Necrocasticon, which is also part of Project Entertainment Network, which is part of also which uh, Brian King's The Horror Show with my uh, is also part mm-hmm. of. So, uh, <clears throat> so uh, that's also cool. And hey, baby, my. Uh, Family just came back from the Isle of Dog screening. Uh, Sean Stalin, who has been a, a, a contestant and a guest for years, and he's also his website is Cenobite Me, which I always like. And I know Mike Lombardo loves puns on Cenobites, so his is Cenobite <laughs> Me. Get it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, which I'm going to have a beer or something with at Texas Frightmares in a couple weeks. I'm so excited to finally meet him in person. And last but not least, well, of uh, the main judges, Nipa Ram, who's been our biggest cheerleader on almost the matter since she's been joining. Uh, she's always a great judge. And I have two alternates if things go crazy. Chris Qualls and Nathan Hamilton, the son of Celluloid himself, will back up, are our backup judges. Our backup judges will be in case we get extra people or if one of the previous judges cannot fulfill their duties. You know, like a, like a you know, universe pageant i can put i'll put that one of them in their place so we've got one two three four five six judges on the main pool and two on the uh alternate pool if you times that by seven you get what <laughs> 56 we can potentially have 56 contestants in this year's madness that's about as many as i could deal with though that's a lot of people and a lot of math <laughs> so does anybody have any questions, or did I forget to uh, neglect to talk about something? I know we haven't talked about wild cards yet in detail. No? Wait I was shaking my head no. Couldn't you see it? <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Too. I can't see shit, dude. <laughs> oh, God, no. Okay. Well, so uh, there is other ways to get points. Uh, I'll have special scorings, for, and I'll have challenges, like road trip challenges, uh, I'm going to have a special scoring for horror shorts this year. I haven't decided exactly what I'm going to do, but if you watch a bunch of them as a group, I'm going to give you an extra bonus point for that. Uh, <clears throat> uh, and um, this year's road trip, one of them for sure will be to Nightmare Film Festivals, which Mike Lombardo's Ooh. film, I Dreaming of a Doomsday, not only did it premiere there in, in this last in 2017, it won an award, Mike, didn't it? Mm-hmm. It did. Uh, Hope Bickley, our lead actress, won Best Actress. And uh, Nightmare Film Act- Festival is the best film festival I've ever been to in my life, and you should all definitely go there. Yeah, so I'm including that as a special road trip. And I can't announce why, but there's a reason for it. And, well, there might be someone on screen that's on in this podcast right now. She might be on a big screen in one of those movies. At the Nightmare Film Festival. That's all I have to say right now. 
Well, we'll let you know later in. So there, there, uh, this is completely a shameless plug. So I will probably be at Nightmares Film Festival in September, uh, or is it October? October, right? September, October. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up. Yeah, coming up. So hold on. Okay. So I have a caller on the line. Should we bring him on? Sure. Sure. I think we should. Yeah, all right. 714 area code. You're on with the Sexy Witches. Yes, hi. Uh, my name's Aaron, a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> um, and, hi, and y'all. Last year's a contest. Hi, Aaron. I know. Hi, Aaron. I've been doing better <laughs> each year. This year I'm going to try and blow my points up even bigger than last year. Um, first uh, off, so- happy birthday, Queenie. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I want to say that. And then I actually did have a question. Um, what if the movie you're watching has a fictional holiday in the universe. Like if you're watching Futurama and they're celebrating Xmas or you're watching one of the Purge movies and the Purge is a holiday, is that considered a holiday? Uh, First of all, I I would not necessarily recognize fictional holidays unless it's Uh, part of like, let's say, Star Wars Christmas special. Life Day would count because it's part of the Christmas special, for example. But okay. you're also missing something about the purge. An election day is a national holiday. Well, it's an observance. Is it actually considered a holiday it's, yet? It's considered a holiday. Yes, I'm accepting wow. election day as holiday. And get this, right birthday. I'm also accepting birthday as holiday. So if nice. it takes if the movie takes place on someone's birthday, like Happy Death Day, which by the way Happy I Death highly Day. recommend, so much fun. Happy Death Day uh, it takes place on birthday, <laughs> so birthday, uh, bloody birthday, Happy Birthday to me. All of those will be worth those points. But yeah. Well, um, now so what about Cronenberg's purge- Dead Ringers? Because that has a birthday in it that's that features prominently. Does that count? Well, I'd have to it, I have to take everything by case by case basis, but if it mm-hmm. takes place specifically on on a main protagonist's birthday, I usually do accept it as a bonus point. Okay. So, so cool. um, I, I will solidify the rules a little bit more, but yeah, if if it main character is having a birthday, that counts as a holiday, and elections are holidays. Go look them up. There's laws on election days. Yeah, it's not observance. It's actually a holiday, which is kind of funny. Yeah. But that also counts other holidays that there's, you know, and it does. I'm going to stay away from mostly, like, if we get into, like, Asian holidays, except for, like, Chinese New Year, that would be an exception. We could be here forever because there's, like, literally thousands of them. But any major right. holiday observance, that would count. So, like, say, unusual, like, Rosh Hashanah would, and any Jewish holiday, I'd accept that. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of unusual. Have there been any really good? Have there been any really good horror movies based around Purim? This might be an untapped market, is what I'm saying. (laughs) I get all that. Hamid Kashin are almost like throwing stars. They're practically shuriken, is what I'm saying. Uh, no, but there is that one movie with the Dubik box with Mata Yahu is in. I wonder if that took place on. I think it took place on Rosh Hashanah. So, uh, so I, I the name of that movie. The Hebrew so, Hammer um, takes place on Hanukkah. So, yeah, the yeah. Hebrew. Well, the Hebrew uh, Hammer has a bunch of holidays in it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Christmas, Kwanzaa. Uh, right on Hanukkah. Yeah, see, yeah. It, 
<laughs> it just it, it's endless. You know, you could go a lot of ways with this. Um, my friend Chris LaMartina, who's still my back, the call girl Cthulhu, his first movie was called President's Day, which is about oh, right. a guy oh, dressed the WNUS as a Halloween yeah. special. Yeah, and the WNUS Halloween special. Both of that. Oh, that would be automatic triple bonus because it's a Halloween special. Um, nice. You know, but also uh, there's also a movie called Uncle Sam that is a similar premise mm-hmm. to President's Day that takes right. place on President's Day, I believe. Um, <laughs> of course, the Christmas anthologies and Christmas horror films are abundant, and I'm sure a lot of them are going to play really prominently. Uh, Better Watch Out came out a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Tommy's asking if does Die Hard count. Um, I don't know oh. if I'm going to accept in action films or not. I might keep it strictly to genre. So, But I might expand it to science fiction because sometimes science fiction films take place on holidays. And so, uh, but, Maybe we but could get sure. an Alan Rickman wild card. <laughs> there might be oh, an Alan Rickman wild card. What about uh, Critters 2? Critters 2 is an Easter Critters movie. Critters 2? Nice. Is it an Easter yeah. movie? I totally it forgot. It is, absolutely. Oh, my God. It's the oh, best Easter see, movie. Oh, there you go. They killed the Easter Bunny. It, oh, <laughs> that's right, they do. Oh, my God. Yeah, see there, Critters 2. See, there's a lot of ways to get a holidays in. Because, you know, if Die Hard counted, I would also have to count Steel Magnolias. So that takes place on every single <laughs> holiday. But we're, we're not going to count. I those are out of genre, but as Raven mentioned, there are ways to sometimes watch films out of genre, and they're called wild cards. How do we do this? Well, um, usually it's a list of 15 to 20 people, males and females of all walks of life, everything from above-the-line actors, below-the-line actors, directors, makeup artists. It could be anybody that I want to put on this list. Um, and um, so wild cards, let's say if you're watching, let's say, the only permanent – okay, you guys all know this except for Mike. What is the one permanent wild card on my list every year, no matter what? Bruce Christian Campbell. Campbell. The man god. I heard it. The man god himself, yes, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell is always on the list. <laughs> so let's just say you, you're really bored with horror and have, and have, like, a day of binging, and you decide to watch all eight seasons of Burn Notice. Oh, like, yeah. All the way yeah. through. Or Briscoe okay. County Jr. Oh, yeah, because those Briscoe County Jr. or Burn Notice has Bruce Campbell in it. You can watch those shows for the base points. Now they're not worth; they're only worth one bonus point, so you can only get like one extra point. So, but you can still get up to three points for for a wild card, um, unless it's like hits exactly like an automatic triple bonus. That's less of it. We're not worried about the rules right now. But basically, you could watch all of Burn Modus and get points for it, or all of Briscoe County Jr. Or let's just say you're just watching some, like, TV show like Entertainment Tonight, and he comes in and does an interview about his cancellation of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Moment of silence. Okay, back to it. Uh, you know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, you, you go, oh, Bruce Campbell's on this. I can count this episode of Entertainment Weekly. Yay. Okay. I do accept documentaries during the madness, uh, especially if they're horror documentaries. There are certain rules about documentaries, but since I have, uh, since Kane Hodder is going to be one of my wild cards this year, you'll be able to watch his movie for bonus points this year. Uh, Kane Hodder's documentary about uh, about his bur- about the, uh, his life and also his survival of bur- uh, of his burn injuries, 
which is like a really big deal. So look for that movie. I'm going to have that. Kane Hodder is a wild card this year because, of course, he's Jason. Um, Kevin Smith is going to be on the list for sure this year because of um, holidays. And my, so far, I only have two females on the wild card list, but they're important. Daniel, Daniel Harris and Jamie Larry Curtis because they both are starred in Halloween. Because, of course, the reason why I decided to put this on the list and have uh, and Raven picked it is because, of course, the big movie release in October of this year will be the remake of Hall- the reboot of Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis uh, and uh, David Gordon Green directing. So it all comes to full circle. We start with Halloween, we end with Halloween. So, any other questions? Well, I guess we have done all our questions. So let me say, uh, let's see. Mike Lombardo, now that you've heard how to play the madness, mm-hmm. besides, besides the big ending to your film, is there mm-hmm. any bonus points in your movie that you can tell me exists right now? Well, there's definitely Christmas, so it's a holiday. Um, Christmas decorations. Yep. Um, yep. There's... And then, of course, we won't talk about um, the big reveal, but that will definitely also yep. be bonus points. Uh, matter mm-hmm. of fact, once you t- and if you don't want to wait to see I'm Dreaming of a White Doomsday Before the Madness in October, there are plenty of ways to see it before then. So, Mike, mm-hmm. let's tell them about your exhausting schedule for your screenings of I'm Dreaming of a White Doomsday. <laughs> Well, we've been on the uh, Winter Wasteland Tour since uh, October. Um, we are currently, right now, the next two dates are um, Days of the Dead in Charlotte, which I believe is May 18th through the 20th, if I'm that's, not mistaken. That's correct. 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 Uh, so we are playing, yep, we are playing uh, May 18th. That's Friday night at midnight. We have the coveted midnight slot, and unfortunately I cannot be there, um, which sucks. But White Doomsday will be playing at Days of the Dead. And then the following weekend which is the 25th of May. It will be playing in South Carolina at the Crimson Screen Horror Film Festival, and we're playing uh, Saturday at 1.30 p.m. And, and you're going to be that, at I've that one, a, right? Yeah, that one I will be at with the whole cast and crew, yes. Um, tickets have already sold out for that entire weekend, um, unfortunately. Um, but if you, know, you guys are out there listening or one of the lucky people that got a hold of a ticket, I hope to see you there. Um, and then we have a couple more festivals that I've gotten pretty much they've said we're in, but I'm not allowed to say anything about it. I can't say anything about those, obviously, but keep checking realsplatter.com, and there will be details in the next couple months about where else we're playing. We're also looking for a DVD release and Blu-ray this fall, um, so that'll probably be October, November-ish. So you guys will be able to see it then, too. Oh, Awesome. And you'll also – you actually got into all the Days of the Dead, so you'll also be playing Indianapolis, yes. correct? Yeah, so yes. that's in June. And I believe I, – I mean, we haven't officially announced it yet, but you're curating the Scares That Cares movie festival this year, so I would assume yes. you're going to throw your own movie up. So, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully we'll have a screening so, there. I'm still working on the details of that, but, yes, I will be there. So how well, is that going? Uh, the festival? Yeah. Uh, you mean, yeah, it's going really good. Um, because I've been on the festival circuit pretty much this whole year so far, 
I have been able to curate a lot of people, uh, well, films rather, filmmakers I've met at the festival. So I've wrangled uh, some really, really top tier short films to play. And then we just had a lot of just, excuse me, just blind submissions from people. And there's been some fucking excellent stuff coming in, which I'm very, very happy about. So it's going to be a little difficult because I have to, I you know, I can only play X number of movies. So it's going to be a real bitch trying to trim down the schedule, but you know, that's a, a good problem to have. I, I'm, that's encouraging. Uh, I'm really excited. Thank you for taking on that huge endeavor for scares that cares. That's a big, big deal. And I'm so excited to see what movies you choose on that. Uh, so, uh, definitely, I'm so excited. Uh, Tommy Clark and I are decided that at Scares That Cares, we're going to put a, um, a puppy uh, playground right outside the screening door. So, after they leave your movie, <laughs> they can come out and pet some puppies so they feel better yeah. after they see your movie. <laughs> so. That might be necessary. You know, we were thinking about yeah. uh, giving out antidepressants with the DVDs and we put that up for sale as Tommy has suggested. So I, uh, I'm uh, really excited because I, I, I'm going to go to the screening at midnight at days of the dead. And I'm going to, even if I don't stay for the whole thing, I'm definitely going to walk in at the last half hour and see what happens. Cause I have to see what happens with <laughs> that audience. So yeah. Yeah. So that will be a lot sure of fun. I report that back to you. Thank you. So Raven. <laughs> oh, no problem. Yes. I'm going to throw this back out to Raven. And so, Raven, talk about being a judge and what that's like and why you won and, you know, what you do as a judge so people understand what judging is all about in the madness and what to expect from them. Well, hot dog, that's a lot of questions. Um, my my philosophy is to uh, post ridiculous memes and kind of not pay attention until the benevolent overlord tags me and goes, damn it, Raven, where are your scores? And Solid then time. I will go, oh, crap, and <laughs> I will send them to Elizabeth. <laughs> but, you know, when things are going well, um, I'm watching movies along with everybody just because I would be doing it anyway. And... Um, and I kind of just do that throughout the year as well, not 100% horror. But um, I like finding the bonus points and stuff. It's kind of like Where's Waldo? So from a judge's point of view, um, it's kind of more piecing puzzle parts together, whereas when you're a player, it's kind of just a marathon. So um, I don't know. I like, I like doing both, but unfortunately I can't do both at the same time. Well, no, it's a little hard. Though I have played and scored, and it's hard, but I've done it, but I'd rather not. I'd rather not play at all. I'd rather just manage all the teams as the benevolent overlord. Uh, so what's it like for you when you're reading summaries? I mean, summaries can be frustrating, but they also can be highly entertaining. They can. It really depends on, um, you know, the voice of the writer. Sometimes people just want to have the bare minimum information there. It's almost like a catalog as opposed to a review, and that's fine. It makes it very easy to score, but it's not always the most juicy material to read. Um, and then you get the smart asses, and they have the best summaries ever. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm trying to think of who specifically is the most smart ass, um, and I really couldn't say. I think I think it's a wash, but 
Um, I, when I people start Newt, getting Newt, a little snarky. Newt White. Newt. Newt White's one <laughs> yes. of my favorite reads. She was a judge last she's year, very but she's won the match twice. <laughs> yeah, her, 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 her reviews are always like, like, like stream of consciousness. Like, what the fuck is he doing? You would never walk through that door. What an idiot. Things like that. <laughs> right, and then she starts going a little bit batty from the madness. So she starts going like, who even am I anymore? Didn't I already watch this? When's the last time I ate? Yeah. That sort of thing. And it's great. But but it's called The Madness for a reason. Because, yeah, you are watching so many films. And, and the whole point is to watch as many well, li- real life gets in the way. I actually had a lot of real life get in the way while I've done the madness. I've had a baby. I've lost my father during the madness. Like, I actually was treating my ailing father while I was scoring madnesses one month in October. Uh, you know, all sorts of shit goes down in the madness. Sometimes just work gets in the way. Uh, last year, it was just work. I was late getting scores in because I went and filmed that movie. Uh, last year, because on the last weekend of the madness, I got a job and a gig in a film, so I was like, woo! But, you know, <laughs> so I did that instead. <laughs> but, um, you know, real life is supposed to get in the way, but you'll start going crazy. Like, I know people that have watched movies while driving, though I don't recommend that. Uh, one of our one of our winners once during our Hackensash layer, Chaitanya from India, uh, he actually lost 20 pounds watching an average of five movies a day. I've had entire, I've had people do it more than once, uh, watch the entire 72 films on the original British video nasty list. Erin Marie herself has Holy watched shit. over 50 of them. Yeah, no, this is a serious thing. A lot of writers uh, work on the madness, but we get a lot of bloggers, and they consider it endurance test. Um, we get videographers. Queenie, Queenie Dawson does her reviews as a video, correct? Yep. I did that last year. Yeah, and you're probably and you're going to do a contest. You're going to be a contestant <clears throat> this year, so you'll probably do it that way again. I would assume. Yep. So, what is the yeah, highest score a- that has ever been attained during this? Well, <laughs> it, the, depending on the scoring, it can flux. But I think our highest scores were they last year? Might have been our highest scores. I, I would have to go back and actually look it up. But what was amazing wasn't the winner, but who was amazing himself. J.T. Smith was our winner last year, and he was a newbie, and he came in guns a-blazing and totally won everything, which was awesome. But on, on Raven's team, her captain and one of the other captains on the other team came in second by a half a point. Oh, like they wow. literally that was awesome. half a point across. Yeah, that was awesome. It was completely awesome. They both watched all 72 British video nasties in three weeks. I slate four for it. Uh, and uh, plus whatever else, uh, you know, uh, it, it's it's absolutely insane what goes on during the madness. Um, I've had people that have had like marital problems, as have I, because of the madness. Uh, you'll start catching yourself watching movies, even if they're not horror, and you see a bonus point, you'll yell bonus point out loud <laughs> and point at the screen. I don't know how many times I've done that. I do that now because I'm, re- I'm working on just this program I started doing. I was like, oh, that's going to be a bonus point next year. You know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it, it starts to consume you. It is the madness, Halloween horror movie marathon madness. And um, we, have new, we have people play have played every year, all 11 years. We've had people that only play one year. We've had people that play new, new people play every year. So who knows who will be there at the end, but it'll be a lot of fun. 
And Mike, even if you don't join us as a contestant, I hope you like pay attention because it, even if you aren't part of the madness, following the fun can be equally as enjoyable. Oh yeah, I mean I did um, last year. I had my it wasn't the Halloween madness, but I had my DVD backlog, and I made my girlfriend Lex. I made her sit through up seventy eight movies in I think two and a half weeks. And uh, I wanted to claw my fucking eyes. And God knows how she handled it. But, I mean, it was, like, all across the board random shit. I mean, there was, like, shadow and camcorder movies that people have given me at festivals all the way to, like, art house movies to exploitation. And she just – I think she went catatonic. We were watching four to five movies a day. So I know what it's like. And as a judge for a film festival, I have to do it too. So you guys are made mm-hmm. of some tough stuff if you can handle doing this. Oh, we all have balls of madness steel, for sure. Uh, but part of the madness also, Mike, is driving our spouses insane, because that's actually yeah. part of the fun. I love, but my husband just flipped me off over that. Uh, but I, I often show him some really terrible films just to upset him. And the madness is one of the reasons why I started doing that, because he didn't want me to watch films horror films around all the time. So I'm like, fine, I'm going to watch them all in one month. <laughs> you know, but but now I watch poor films year round because of the podcast, so that didn't work. <laughs> but you know, it was the thought that counted. So yeah, drive your girlfriend insane. It's completely allowable. We encourage it in the madness. So um, we've all had our run-ins. I think Queenie got in a fight with Ben once over the madness. Um, uh, not maybe the not. Madness, yeah. No, no, I was, he doesn't care that I do the madness. Oh, I have shown him weird shit though. I have traumatized them. Of course them. you have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but you can always beat him on the head with a fake sword if you get really pissed off. So that's very cathartic. <laughs> so, uh, you know, okay. so that's it. That's the madness. It's everything we – I really have nothing more to say except for what the dates are. So are you guys ready? We will announce the dates of the madness right now. Um, so you can ready. get ready for them in six months. So let me give you those. Hold on, just that. Okay. So, <clears throat> Madness Rule Post, which will be a podcast where I read the rules live and post them live on Facebook, and you can take one of the up to fifty-six slots of the Madness will be this year on the eighteenth of September. So that's Tuesday, the eighteenth of September. Uh, the start of the Madness this year will be. September, Sunday, September 30th. So that's Sunday, September 30th. The last day of the madness will be Wednesday, Halloween night, the 31st. Actually, it'll be sun up. November 1st is actually the end. But you'll have, a this year, a three-day grace period to get your final summary in. So that's very nice, too. So really, all of this ends on November 4th with some scoring from the judges after that. So you want to be part of the madness. How do we do this, Raven? What do they need to do to be part of the madness before the 18th of September? They need to join something, correct? They need to join our Facebook group. That's, that's right. One, correct? To... Yeah, that's absolutely correct. You have to join the Facebook group to be part of the madness, and you have to friend me. It's the only group that I manage, and I manage a few that I require that everybody in that group has to friend me. Uh, that's because it is highly vetted. We don't mind if you're je- if, if a horror geek is just a period, period interest, 
but we want to make sure that people in the group actually want to be the group and keep the spam down to a minimum. I get plenty of those Filipino bots trying to get into the madness. It's actually the one group that I have the worst problems with that with. So I don't need to know for some reason. Those Filipino boys are fake? Yeah. The, oh my, my God. Life. The fake. I gotta. I gotta no. do some rethinking of my life choices here. I'm yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> you. You. You really should think about it. Yeah. So I get a lot of those guys. But so if I accidentally, if you're trying to join the madness group and I accidentally delete you, re reapply again. Because if I see you apply twice, I'm like, oh, they must be real. I'll accept you. But usually I vet pretty closely. I very rarely miss someone that's actually real. But do be careful because there is a lot of bots trying to get in. So I'm often just deleting large amounts of, of, of friend requests out of that group. But the Halloween Horror Movie Marathon Madness, you can go to – and it's, it's linked to through the Sexy Witches page. Um, there is a Twitter for that group. Uh, it's the HHMMM Madness uh, on Twitter. Um, if you can't find that, you can go ask the Sexy Witches or Pearl equal EKG, my Twitter handles, and find it through that. Uh, you, the, but the best way to find it is on Facebook while Facebook is still exists. We don't know with all these regulations and things and the ad apocalypse on YouTube if things are the beginning of the end of Facebook. But honestly, this started on MySpace and survived and moved on to Facebook. So, you know, maybe it'll evolve and move on to whatever the next big thing is. We don't know. But for the time being, it's here on Facebook. Join the Halloween Horror Movie Marathon Madness and listen to the Sexy Witches, and you'll get your information. So thank you, everybody. That was a wonderful talk. Do we have any final thoughts about the madness, Raven, that you want to say, and Queenie, before you go? Anything at all? Any experiences? Anything you want to say about the madness before we sum up for the night? I would just like to share that yesterday I rewatched Terror Train for the first time since it came out. Um, oh, and yeah. David Copperfield is the smarmiest motherfucker I've ever seen. That is all. <laughs> That's the one with the guy with the jeans, with the with the with the what's his name from Today Show mask, right? The 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 um the uh, and he goes around killing people, right? And Jamie Lee Curtis. He's got like yeah. a lizard he, head thing. And yeah, Copperfield really train. is a he's a real cock in that movie. I forgot about that. He's so gross. <laughs> he is. He's <laughs> yeah, it was disgusting. I so um, I just wanted to let you know. That's all. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Okay, that's good. Well, maybe someday we'll do an episode on tra- we'll do a madness on train horror because I can think of like several movies that would fit oh, into totally. that theme, and Terror Absolutely. Train would be one of those. Yeah. So thank you, yeah. Raven. I want to say thank, thank you. you for coming on and sharing your experiences, and thank you for helping me write the rules. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, there were four themes this year. The second backup theme would have been equally as fun. We almost – it's been cut, like, three times now. I've done – horror culture was the other um, theme this year that almost made it, and that would have been evil plants, which would have been an awesome mm. one. Once again, creep show would still count. It's not a mag triple bonus, which I think is hysterical. Uh, <laughs> so um, – but, uh, you know, maybe another year on horror culture, because I think holidays – with the Halloween coming out, with Better Watch Out coming out last year, two years ago, Krampus would be fantastic. You know, there's this, and also, and here's a plug, on our next show on May 1st, um, 
is going to be the preview show for Texas Frightmares, where I have a press appearance, and I will be. Uh, and I invited Troy Escabia, the director, back onto the show because they are screening his holiday horror film, Stirring, at um, playing at, Crimson at Texas Frightmares. Yeah, so yeah, and that's right. He's also going to be at Crimson Screens with you. I'm so, very excited uh, to see yeah, that. So, so he'll be on the show to talk about his, his movie, and my guest host that day will be Billy Pond, the director of Circus of the Dead, and we're going to talk about that on the next show, which will be May 1st, which is only oh, a week away. Oh, my God. Uh, so anyway, so Queenie, I want to thank yeah. you for participating in the madness as many years as you have been. And even though you're not Nothing. judging this year, I'll be looking forward to your captain being a mm-hmm. captain of a team this year. Like you're going to be my Ooh. Ovechkin. <gasps> so Ooh. you know, kick some, <laughs> kick some hockey ass, man. So, oh by the way, so <laughs> caps, we beat the fucking, uh, we we won, we won. Woo-hoo! Now we're going to die to the Penguins, but that's how it always works. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> all right. And Mike Lombardo, once again, why don't you plug your stuff? And tell people where your immediate next appearances are. Uh, I can do that. Um, my film, I'm Dreaming of a White Doomsday, uh, will be playing at the Days of the Dead in Charlotte, um, May, yeah, May 18th, 18th at 18th. midnight. 18th. Yep. And then uh, Crimson Screen Film Festival in South Carolina, on, uh, that is on um, May 26th at 1.30 p.m. You can actually... Excuse me. You can meet me in the flesh along with the cast and crew of the film. And uh, we will have a bunch of other screenings coming up. Like you said before, All the Days of the Dead will be playing White Doomsday. And uh, if you want to check me out at facebook.com slash realsplatter. That's real with two E's, like a reel of film. And uh, realsplatter.com. That's all the dates for the Winter Wasteland Tour will be on there, as well as upcoming information about the eventual DVD and Blu-ray release this fall. So you can check all of that out. And, uh, yeah, just look for me on hard copy. I'm sure I'll end up on there eventually. Uh, and you can also join and me Friday night on uh, the Horror Syndicate Lives, which is a live show we do on Facebook. I'm a guest host on that, too. Excellent. And don't forget, he'll also make an appearance at the Brian King uh, Telephone for yes. Scares That Cares, the weekend before. Yes, May 12th. Uh, yep, well, May 12th. So that's. 12, 11, 12, it'll be a 24-hour marathon where people will randomly show up, say hi, drink a bunch, and go away. And it'll be fun. So, Raising for Charity. Last year, we raised, uh, they raised about $10,000. This year, we're going for 20. Make it yep. 20 this year. So, uh, so you can good. check out the Wheel so of Lombardo. Mike. Oh, thank my God. You. I'm so afraid of the Wheel of Lombardo because I've seen your Oh, movies. I'm afraid So fuck knows what the hell they're going to make me do. <laughs> I ho- I hope one of the prizes is one of your skin uh, masks. Ah, uh, that could be arranged. I do have a couple left. Oh, so awesome! That would be to- that would be totally cool. So, thank you for coming on the show and yeah. joining Thanks us for, for our madness me. talk and and uh, plugging. We've been plugging White Doomsday even before you actually had it out for people to see, but now people can actually watch the thing. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm very honored to be part of the uh, madness bonus points. I hope that oh, uh, a bunch God, of people yeah. rack up some rack up some points uh, watching the most nihilistic Christmas movie you'll ever see. Yeah, and I'll explain to you why it's not a mag triple bonus off air. I just didn't want to say it on air because it would spoil everything. And I, like I said, oh, I want people right. to be able to 
to appreciate their their just their their psychosis uh, purely. <laughs> so anyway, so all right, so we're gonna take a quick break. We're done with madness for a bit, and then we'll. But the party is not over yet. Because Queenie gets to take over the next hour and and program it herself and uh, the sexy uh, werewitch here and Michelle Nesk will be on. Uh, you know we've had the, the matter of fact they've both nice because Lombardo and Michelle have been on the same show before. This is not a first time. Uh, and uh, so Michelle and Queenie will be doing a back and forth and a small preview of their personal appearances at Crypticon Seattle which is the same weekend as Days of the Dead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm talking about the same weekend as Texas Frightmares coming up in only two weeks. So um, so we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to play um, an intro to Repo Nerds, my other show, which, believe it or not, will be airing tomorrow. I have a show, Repo Nerds, and then I will be playing a song, uh, our, our mascot song for this year's Mad- Halloween Horror Movie Ma- Ma- uh, Marathon Madness, chosen by Raven. Herself, it is Christmas with the Devil by Spinal Tap. So we'll see you in five minutes. Thank you, everyone. It was a wonderful mm-hmm. madness chat with you. Loud Sound Productions. In association with the Sexy Witches Presons. Repomerds. The podcast where there's no such thing as indecent exposure. Restoring nerd cred. One geek at a time. Here's your host, writer, Token Tom Clark, and the head hauntress, archivist, Elizabeth Catherine Gray.
Grab the chair, boys. We got another fucking kicker. Happy birthday, my old friend. It seems the part of show will never end. Every moment's your last breath. Here is you and I'll take closer to death. Is on the table, and it is awfully bright, cause there's so many candles on top. And you are so decrepit, your chest so tight, when you blow them out your lungs and run apart. All right, welcome back to hour two of Archivist Bets on Sexy, which is a podcast from a girl's perspective. I am the head huntress, but that's not important right now. What is important is it's not only is it Queenie's birthday, it also is the anniver- fourth anniversary of the first episode of Archivist Bets on Sexy Witches. So everyone, give yourself mm-hmm. a clap because we made it four years doing this. Yeah. Woo! And, and Queenie has been with us been the for that in- the whole time. She's been here the with us, time. the sexy werewitch, all time. The Queenie Beast has been here. All the Queenies have been here. <laughs> I had lots of queenies, one person, lots of characters, but you are here, and we are glad you're here, and thank you for going on this long, odd journey with us, which it doesn't seem to be over yet. This has been our busiest year yet so far. I think I keep thinking that, you know, we're going to lose interest, and then next thing you know, it's got, like, the whole year mapped out in front of me. <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know, and you will be at Crypticon Seattle this year, correct? I will. Yep. I am excited. And, but you will but you will not be alone. No, I will not be. I will have my friends. So, you gotta have friends. So Queenie, would you you gotta have friends. Would you like to introduce, because they are on the line right now, the person that's gonna Excellent. celebrate your birthday with you on Sexy Witches for the next hour. Isn't that just awesome that this wonderful, illustrious human being or monster being is uh, going to be joining me today. It's like we were in the pod. <laughs> can you hear me? And, oh, I can hear you. And this you. isn't the first time. Yeah, she's gone, <laughs> and this isn't the first time that you guys have done something like this, either. No, no, no we've, we've done many things. things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so, so let us introduce to the show, and welcome back. Sexy witch of, of Seattle, and and that would be Michelle Nesk. Welcome back on the Sexy Witches. Hi, uh, thank you for having me. Well, Hello. I'm glad you are back. Yes, I can hear you. You can hear me. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Okay. Hi. Okay. Cool. Hello. <laughs> so welcome. So at this point, I am going to give the reins to Queenie for the next while. So you guys will start with oh a God. quick preview of Chris. It, it can be casual, but a preview of Crypticon Seattle. I would also ask you to talk about your favorite holiday films just to keep it in the, uh, you know, in the theme of it. But for the most part, have at thee, do what they will, and I will monitor for phone calls. If there is any, and I will be back around, uh, you know, five ten minutes for the show to close out our community calendar. So take it away, Queenie. All right, I guess it's the Queenie Beast Power Hour. You guys ready for the shit? <laughs> you ready for the shit? We're gonna talk about oh yeah, best Seattle con ever. 
Well, you know, one of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Michelle, are you showing anything this year at Crypticon? I am. Uh, Horrors really? of the PNW, Volume 5. Nice. We're really excited about it. Uh, uh, I played Jesse in Twin Peaks. He'll be in a panel. He's also featured in the show. Uh, Tanya mm-hmm. Tonic from Manus Returns, uh, Jackie Neiman Jones from Manus Returns, and the original. Oh, gosh. It's, uh, oh, the roster is just amazing this year. And uh, we're really excited to premiere the episode. And it's also going to feature a teaser of the soon-to-be uh, which is completely different than what we've been doing Horrors of the PNW which is the PNW which will be a series that you'll be able to watch on streaming That is very cool Can I ramble? <laughs> you can ramble all you want, honey I'm not going to stop you <laughs> I might enable you a little bit <laughs> That's okay <laughs> for those of you listening, CryptidCon is May 4th to the 6th of this year, and it's going to be at the Double Tree sorry, Hotel. So uh, check it out. The website is CryptidConSeattle.com. Yay! Should it's I, I be so much that, fun. right? Like, that's part of my job, right? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Like, this right Absolutely. <laughs> Are there footnotes? Really? I did not write any footnotes. All I have here is a box of Mike and Ike's and Gobstoppers. <laughs> you're prepared. You're ready. <laughs> I'm prepared. You're, ready for, yes. you're more ready than I am. I have this freaking website up, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't even know who the got... guests are yet this year. I'll oh, have to look gosh. that up. There's, uh, there's a lot of really badass guests. Oh? Like who? There. <laughs> uh, so many awesome guests. Let's no, see. They, they really We've got Karen Fields from Sleepaway thought, Camp. Yes. I'm excited to meet her. She's she's really cool, I hear. Very nice. Yes. Barbara Crampton. Uh, Reanimator guys. Chopping Mall. Yeah. Come on. I'm all about that. Yeah. Oh, love Reanimator. Reanimator is beautiful. Major influence on me mm-hmm. growing up. She was also in the Beyond, uh, right? Hang on. I think that's her. I don't know. I'm not an expert with that stuff. I, mean, I right? just know what I like. <laughs> I know what I like too, right? Like if it was like uh, Clive Barker, he was going, I would know everything. <gasps> oh, Jeffrey Combs. Hey guys, Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> yeah. DJ Soul. Hey, okay, I he was people. there. Yeah, Jeffrey Combs was there uh, also, I think Worst it was ever. 2014, maybe. And that was pretty mm. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a whole interesting list of people that are going to be there. Totally. It's going to be good. Worth checking out. Of course, Lucha Gore Productions. I love them. Love them. Yes. And if um, may I ask a question about Luftigor to Michelle Queenie? May I ask a quick question? Of course, uh, I of heard course. rumor that, that Gigi got picked up for a Netflix uh, TV show. Or Ooh, movie. That's awesome. You haven't heard that yet? I heard it. You guys haven't heard it yet. 
have to look it up. Make sure. <laughs> anyway, no, go back. I heard to That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. So make sure you congratulate Gigi for getting a deal. <laughs> That's pretty oh, awesome. So Lucha Gore forever. A big so anyway, back. All right, back to the shadows I go. <laughs> There's going to be some cool YouTubers if you guys are interested in that. Uh, I know the horror addicts are going to be there. I'm going to be there. Um, yeah. I think. I think. Uh, is it Bloodbath and Beyond that's going to be there? I'm not sure. I think they're coming. I am out. not sure. I'm trying to remember my peeps, you know. <laughs> Shout out! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to hang out with Let's them. It's going to be fun. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of really cool people there this year. I think it's going to be nice. And of course, you will start at I think uh, Lisa Ovies is be- is going to be there this year as well. Nice. Yeah. Some of the programming is really good too. Some of those panels and things. I'm quite excited about. Yeah. It'll be good. I um, I'm actually uh, going to be rooming with uh, <laughs> uh, Victoria uh, Victoria Schmidt. And uh, nice. Yeah, uh, she's in. A model, uh, very, very awesome. Um, I actually will be, uh, uh, I have a role I'm actually writing specifically to approach her with. Oh, hey, Victoria, if you're listening to this. Yeah. I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, well, she wanted to die in something. Uh, so, you know, in one of my films. Yeah, and... You know, actually, it'd be really fun to build a character around her. So I'm working on that right now. That's really cool. Yeah. Are okay. you gonna be showing any films of yours? Uh, yeah. Horror playing. What was that? Sorry. You cut Horrors out. of the P and W. Yeah. Are you gonna show like anything else though? The showcase that I am oh. running. I have some short films in that. Uh, otherwise, okay. I am handling panels and filming at Crypticon because that's Ooh. what I do is I uh, film uh, for the showcase for commemorative moments. That's cool. Yeah. But to see her so running I, around, I wear a lot of hats there. Huh? <laughs> I said if they see you running around, we'll know what, what you're doing that? then. Hello? If we see you running around the con. Did I lose reception? Pardon? Uh, you're you coming me? in just fine, Michelle. Michelle, you're fine. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Hello. You're fine. <laughs> okay. Confusion. No. Hello. I said if you were running around the con, we would know what you were doing. And you have like a big camera. And Queenie, she's gone already. Bye-bye. We miss her. I'll bring back Aaron. He's still online. So I guess... <laughs> So we'll we'll keep the bash the birthday going. Aaron, you're on again. You're unmuted if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, uh, we lost. Oh, you're always we, we lost Michelle. She's gone. I heard oh, her. Call back. Up. Oh. All right, here she, she is. Let's see if she comes okay. back. Yep. <laughs> All right, Michelle, are you back? I We're am. I don't know what happened. It happens. It's, it's okay. why. Don't worry. It's, it's our show. Our <laughs> show has to have sound problems or it just uh, isn't a show. It's just how there is. 
Uh, so I will put uh, myself and Aaron back in the shadow, and you can continue your story. <laughs> no pressure. Well, happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Thank you You're so welcome. much. I've gotten so many birthday happy things, and I'm just all like, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> it's overwhelming. All attention. Let you see. <laughs> Oh, that's not true. Are you there? Yep. Hello? Okay. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Did I disconnect again? No, you're okay. I know, live air, right? It's such a pain in the ass. So what are you really excited to see at the convention this year? Uh, Oh, no. Are you serious? Did it really? What? You're still here? Okay. All right. <laughs> I thought the call dropped again. <laughs> I was like, I was um, trying to, yeah, okay. Go with it. Thank okay. you. Then <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's, it went to E, and then there was no response, so I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Wait, okay. I'm allowed to say fuck, right? Like, fuck's okay to say? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Okay, cool. Swear. Right. Let it out. Awesome. Don't ball cool. up. <laughs> you don't want to keep that tied up, no. Okay, so okay. what is something you're really excited to see at the con this year? Uh, Manos returns. Yeah, they're so great. All over that. Um, right? There's yep. a, yeah. It, they've got uh, let's see, Rachel Jackson, who's crazy fucking talented. She's a a puppeteer. Uh, she builds and she just shows his puppets. And she was also in just a prayer. She was our dildo swinger. Oh God, <laughs> she was so good. In it. Oh God, I was so inspired. Um, she's in. Sorry, in in the no, uh, Tanya Atomic is uh, directed it uh, and she stars in it as well with Jackie Neiman Jones, uh, Joe Sherlock. Um, was also involved. There, there's a lot of really great local horror community names that were involved with that project. So I'm just, oh, you know, and I always wanted That's to be funny. a bride of Nanos. You know, I remember you telling so, me that. Yep. 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 I remember so you telling me that. Yeah. So you're all like <laughs> sad that you didn't get a chance. Is uh, Jackie Neiman Jones was like, oh, you're a bride. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just pushing for a sequel, you know, another one. Yep, we can slide yep. in. Yep, <laughs> that's right. Just slide that right in there. Oh, look how well it fits. Kind of what we did with the Highlander movies. <laughs> yep. Yep. I hope you get a chance to see more stuff this year because, like last year, I was stuck in the dealer's room. I was helping a friend oh, out. But I'm gonna be following oh, you, that's so. Funny. <laughs> That's I'm your minion right. now. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I am your minion, master. <laughs> you get to be my Dracula. <laughs> you know, um, I I can't help it. I'm sorry. Just work with me here. I watched the old Merlin with uh, Sam Neill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? So, I have seen that, yeah. Queen Bab and her little voice like this. I fucking love her. 
<laughs> she's so adorable. So are you saying that you're Queen Mab? Is that what you're saying? Oh, uh, no, I wish. I, oh. so cool. I wish my voice sounded like this all the time. <laughs> so when you get older, you got to work on it. <laughs> you just got to smoke like 50 packs a day and just yeah. drink nothing but like harsh scotch and let it burn the vocal cords. Until you sound like this. That's right. I How you doing, honey? <laughs> How you doing, doing baby? <laughs> How you doing, girl? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is why they should not let me be in control, right? You know that, right? Like, look what they've done. They've let me out. Let me out of my cage. I'm a werewolf. I've got to be in the cage. I'll eat everything. Mm. I already had Funny. cake today, and it was very good. What kind yep, of cake? I ate my little cheesecake. A little cheesecake. A little chocolate cheesecake. Oh, I have another piece of I'm cake for later. A- that's awesome. I'm getting a Hello more. Kitty cake for my birthday, and I'm going to bring you a piece at Crypticon. Oh, that's so sweet. You don't have to do that. But I'll eat it. Yeah. I mean, I will. Gonna, <laughs> it's ice cake. cream cake. cake. It's oh, ice cream I'm going to have to eat that because it'll melt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> queen. You don't get to say no. You have to You might want to meet me halfway. <laughs> mm, true. True. That that might be a good point. I'll just eat it in like yeah. a stairwell somewhere. <laughs> this is amazing. Get all the yeah, cocky cake hang out style. With our weirdness, Crypticon. <laughs> <laughs> we both of us together. Trouble and more trouble. It's gonna be, uh, gosh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm it's excited. Just, yeah, it's uh, the summer is just so huge, so mm-hmm. it looks so busy. like this big, yeah, so it's a big, giant mountain. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Crypticon. It's going to be fun. Yay. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm sure that you're going to get me into trouble somewhere, somewhere, somehow. Oh, trouble. As it should be. Yeah. I, I am a very well-behaved young man. You are, are you? I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> True. It's, um, I mean, actually, it's, we are doing, um, and uh, it would be really cool if you would like to join us for a segment of it uh, when it's time to go to Sinister Creature Con in Sacramento, California. We're going to be doing a ghost hunting tour on the way down, so we're going road trip style. Oh, Wow. Yeah, so we're ghost hunting different haunted spots. You know, like uh, there's a rest stop that's rumored that there are, you know, weirdos that like to go around there, you know. And (laughs) and so I'm like, weirdos at a rest stop? Let's go to there, you guys. That sounds Um, perfect. uh, I'll be going with Crystal Connor. Uh, You know her. She's a writer. She's very awesome. And um. James Mahoney, and so it'll be a lot of fun. We'll be all, like, looking around, ghost hunting. So if you'd like to join us for the Washington portion of that, you are more than welcome to. That sounds like fun. I totally would be up for that. <laughs> it's, ghost I'm hunting, man. Excited. This is what we do in Seattle. <laughs> we do crazy shit. Ooh. Are you going to Psychedelic first? No, I haven't even heard of that. What is that? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. 
Psychedelic Furs is going to be uh, July 29th. Okay. And what you is it about? Go. No, Psychedelic, the, the band, Psychedelic Furs. Oh, it's a band. Okay. Psychedelic Stars. Okay. I haven't heard of them. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Psychedelic Furs. They did the the song All of This and Nothing. Um, oh, okay. Love then I have heard way, of them. Pretty and Pink. Yeah. They're famous. All oh. right. I'm yeah. I'm derpy. Well, I heard oh, that. Oh no um, worries. Um, in this moment is coming. Are they? I think so. They're coming with uh, Mastodon. Were they? I I don't know. I might have saw that somewhere else, but I I want to go see them so bad that I'm just like oh. <gasps> that's <laughs> how I was about yet. psychedelic fire. Yeah. Like, are you going to end this moment? I want to. I don't know if I can. It is Queenie's birthday, and she wants to go to see in this moment with Mastodon. I I want to go. Like, (sighs) yeah. We need birthday magic. We do. Maybe birthday magic will fall from the sky. Absolutely. If you're hearing that, if there's an angel out there that wishes to give me wings, (laughs) (laughs) I I would like some birthday magic. You'd have to have a seat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's I've been um binge watching, I know, uh on Sabrina the Teenage Witch Wolf editing. Nice. And yes, although there is a certain level because you have to understand that, you know, we live in Washington state. So, I you know, I I'm doing the editing and watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch and then there's a part, you know, as always when you're rendering and it starts to do that little freeze screen on you, you know it's gonna oh, fuck you that. over. Yeah. yeah. And there's this, like thing in my that. head while I'm watching Sabrina, while I'm doing the editing, it's like, why can't it just be done? Why can't I just imagine the thing that I want and have it like done, you know, celluloid in yeah. my hands. You know. <laughs> Finished piece, like an automaton, a filmmaking <laughs> automaton. This is your job. All you do is render things. I'm going to tell you. No, you must render everything. I can't even watch computer-generated anime. It wouldn't work for me. It's a nice thought, though. <laughs> I think some of it, it depends on what how they're using the computers. Yeah. Like, if they use it to, like, tweak things a bit to make things a little more enhanced, then I'm okay with that. But if it's, like, super yeah. rendered, ugh. They did yeah. that with, like, it, Zerk. They rendered it really bad. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I'm just kind of, I, like, some computer, you know, like, some computer-generated anime, like, where there are uh, more effects. Again, I am having a hard time speaking with words. We live in Washington State. You know, just read between the now. But <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah, it's computer-generated anime. I like Witchblade, which is a mix of both pen and computer. And I think that anime was gorgeous. Yeah. That was a really good That's one. That's one of my favorites. Wasn't it? It had everything. It even had the obligate... Uh, obligatory beach episode like yeah they they every generic thing except for the disgusting stuff you know and they kept it real cool 
So I just it was kind of chill, yeah. I I wish it was a little gory, you know, a little more, just tad. Really, it was much gorier than the comics ever gave it. I don't know. Um, maybe it's the. Well, are we talking about the same one? Which place? Okay, yeah, Masane so, or Melanie? Yeah, was it the anime one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could have been gorier, but, it, you know, I, I I very much love it. So the last episode makes me cry like a big baby. Oh, I had such a so. feel. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I love that the storyline for that one. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful story. Oh, so Crypticon. Let's see what, what we'll be doing, doing there. There's, uh, I believe Sean Morse will be there. Maybe. Is he going to be there? He's a very talented special effects artist. Works with a lot of great, great productions. Um, his work is well worth checking out. Um, oh, Bleedingham will be there representing. Nice. Yes, I love those people. They're just so great. Um, who else? Let's see, a bunch of uh I did with some of the famous people, but I'm not really connected yeah. enough to know. Yeah. Well, there's also a lot of work, like a lot of films that are going to be featured in the film showcases, like, you know, the yeah. film contests. Yeah. That's why uh, a lot of those too. artists are from Bellingham. Oh. Like, this is the year that, like, Bellingham is just raging into Crypticon. It's so fucking cool, which means, like, uh, I'm going to see a lot of, you know, really cool people that I don't, haven't normally gotten to see there. And they're going to be there just, mm, taking up space. Oh, go Bellingham. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I will always love that city. So. I'm excited to meet new people, you know, make new connections. Heck yeah. It's always yeah. nice, fellow horror nerds, because that's what we are uh, first, right? We're all horror nerds, and then we become professionals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We all start out dorking out about it. Yep. If yep. we're Dark not, film. like, audit- yeah. Well, it's, you can tell the difference between cash grab horror and horror. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not just the budget. Mm-mm. It's. I've actually. Uh, oh, I've finally uh, found an appreciation for the room after Ooh. all these years. Yeah, I finally found an appreciation. Okay, so I mean, I got the daughter comedy aspect of it and everything, and you know, it was all right. It, but what I finally get from it is. An encouragement. This guy took what two million dollars and made that movie. Yeah, six million dollars. Six million dollars. And I'm making. Uh huh. And I'm. Yep. And I'm making movies with like maybe a two thousand dollar budget, and so like um, it kind of makes me feel good because it's like all right. All right, here, you know, I'll high-five myself for a cohesive narrative. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You deserve to high-five yourself. You make magic with what you have. It's, uh, I'm 
looking forward to the day where uh, I can make a film with a much larger budget than what I have been. Oh, if you had a larger oh. budget? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so excited to see those. <laughs> it would be fun. I would have fun you'd have with more that. options, you know? Like... Yeah, well, it's when you're doing low-budget filmmaking, you have to work with what you got. And sometimes you'll think you're writing simplistically when you're writing out your screenplay. And then when you actually try to do the legwork and you realize, holy shit, there's no fucking way I can get this done. You know, it, it, reality is they can time yeah. yeah. And so you I'm change it around. Lot. You know, mm-hmm. just making videos through, like, YouTube, I've, I have such an appreciation for filmmakers now, you know, like, in a different way <laughs> than I did before. Like, I get the deep pain that comes from making these things because you love them so much, but they hurt you so bad. <laughs> like, when I'm rendering shit, like you said. Oh, rendering. The great equalizer. (laughs) Yes, we're all equal on the plane of editing. Oh, my gosh. Well, no, I mean, like, everybody. I've I've never met uh, anyone, even uh, professors, where their, like, rendering is delightful. Right? I've never heard that. that before. No. Sometimes, though, I do find a kind of, um, not like a happiness, but like a a peace from doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I I like having something that is like this really complicated task that I have to focus on that distracts me from my pain, you know? Sometimes it's a godsend. And then it stops rendering for whatever reason. And you're like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Why are you freezing? (laughs) That's the other thing. It's uh, when you... um, I've been working with a lot of uh, 4K footage lately. <laughs> and um, boy, uh can overclock your computer if your computer is not ready for it. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like trying to stick the biggest dick in the tiniest hole. <laughs> it's just not going to work. It's you know? so true. <laughs> just take so. it, bitch. <laughs> Just I yell well, at my a lot. Like I'm so mean to my computer. <laughs> it's I I try to kill it mine. I I'm pretty sure if my computer could talk, which I hope it doesn't. That's why I don't have a camera or mic hooked up to it ever. Um, if my computer could talk, I'd say we are in a very fucked up relationship where I only love it when it does something for me, and <laughs> other. Yeah, and otherwise I'm like uh, belligerent. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. That sounds yeah, about right. So I, that sounds about like I, I, if my com, yeah. So if, uh, yeah, like, I'm pretty sure my computer would give me a bad relationship review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm abusive. I know I am. Like when my be- my computer behaves, it gets a curt nod. That's what it gets. And then when it misbehaves, I curse it in it up and down. Like you can hear me throughout the entire house. You know, sometimes I break things because I'm so mad. <laughs> like I can't break the computer. So I'm gonna <laughs> throw this pillow across the room. <laughs> so mad. I have an I have a new appreciation for filmmaking now. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 I I still remember the first time I made a film. Um, 
other than like filming uh, plays and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I used to write plays when I was little. Um, is I I did a photo shoot and it was uh, a witches themed photo shoot. And some of the photos that I did, I uh, also filmed the entire shoot. And I wanted to make a silent film narrative with my own wicked cool camera style. And I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And um, so I I made this movie called The Devil's Fool. (laughs) And it actually, uh, to my surprise, uh, made it into various film festivals and won awards. But... All I did was piece those pieces together to learn how to edit, and then I realized I could make a narrative. So, you know, filmmaking is super easy and super hard at the same time, depending on how you go about it. It's it's like when it works, it works perfectly. But when it doesn't work, which is the other half of the time. Yeah. (laughs) It only works half the time. And and I, well, that's the trick is you got to find a way to work it. You yep. know, you got to make it work. Uh, what you have working. is what you get, so you need to make yep. it work. Yeah. There's been like several videos where I've just gone, I can't do anymore. I just can't do anymore. I have to put it out in the universe. It's done. It's done now. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. gotta walk away. Mm-hmm. Gotta walk away. My deformed baby. You know what I do suggest doing. Uh, for anyone who does want to practice getting into the, you know, the the momentum of what filmmaking demands um, is if they set themselves a small script with a schedule and each scene is set to the schedule. And if you are not able to film that scene, you either move it around or and switch it with another scene that you're willing to sacrifice. And you try to make yep. sure you keep your narrative and because that's, what will happen if you're filming and you have your crew and your people and you need to pay them and everything and you're only working with an allotted amount of cash, you're going to have to cut scenes. So if you can practice it, then, you know, it, you'll eventually find yourself getting to the point where you don't have to mix any scenes out. And that's nice. Then you know you're doing <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a process. I rambled. <laughs> I love hate the process. It's both wonderful and pain in the ass, <laughs> especially with YouTube bullshit. Because yeah. then you you make your video right, so you have to go through all that shit to make the video. You know, you gotta film the video, you gotta script the video, then you gotta like edit the video later, find you know some royalty free music, all that shit, and then you have to see if YouTube thinks it's okay to pass their little gate. You know? Mm-hmm. Do you have any copyrighted shit? Let's make sure. You know, that bull crap. It's hard for reviewers it's, now. I tend to mostly only put trailers and uh, mm-hmm. weird auditions that I've done. <laughs> and nice. uh, music and spoken word poetry and client projects. That's that's what my YouTube consists of. I think I did do kind of... Yeah, I did do one where it was like speaking directly to the camera for the sake of it, and I was yeah. trying to see all the curse words that I knew. <laughs> How many? <laughs> not, not as many as I thought. Ooh. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. I. 
yeah, there's, I'm still learning all the curse words, you know, but I primarily replace them all with like, fuck, cunt, bitch, you know, and I think that's yep. like, yeah, those are, those are my names. Oh, shit. Dick. Yeah, shit's yeah. a good one. I like shit. I say also that a lot. asshole. Yeah. 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 That's how I describe myself sometimes. I'm, I'm an asshole, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, see, the thing is, is, is that's that's what I was thinking. I don't really like, like, asshole would be great as, like, a gender-neutral type thing, yada, yada, but at the same time. Yeah. yeah. We all but have an asshole. Also, Exactly. Everybody already has an asshole, and it's really not that insulting. Like, being called a dick is not really insulting. Being called a cunt is not insulting to me. None of those things are insulting because it's like, yeah, like, doesn't everybody have one of each? <laughs> Sometimes both. Like, you know, like, it's really not a big deal. I don't know. Not really. It's just, if it's natural that someone would have it, I just don't find it a very good insult. So, <laughs> you know, and I'm still trying to figure out if motherfucker is a relevant insult. I just right? don't know if it is. Because a lot of people I fuck love motherfucker. I love motherfucker, Fucking, though. Yeah. Because my mother it's, a Motherfucker is great, <laughs> but it doesn't really have the weight that you would expect for it to have. Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't think any swear words do anymore though. Like they just they just kind of are there. I guess maybe cunt, but even that. If you go over to Britain yeah. that's normal. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, I honestly I don't get perturbed by cunt. It's actually yeah. you know if if someone is going to call me one, I will take that compliment. Your hatred feeds me. <laughs> Keep it. going. <laughs> I am strong. I've earned it. Time. Please, please. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> My but, mom. No, are you ready for prom? Hmm? Are you getting ready for prom? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't know. I know it's happening. I know. You know. <laughs> uh, I'm always that awkward turtle, though. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think go and just kind of be there. It's I I honestly I think it's gonna be Rescue Productions puts on one fucking hell of a show. Do you want to talk about prom for those who don't know? Huh? Do you want to talk about what? prom a little bit for those who don't? You want to talk oh, about it? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Prom of the Dead, uh, is what it's called. It's an annual prom that Crypticon Seattle holds. Uh, it's put on by Scare Productions. Uh, they do the uh, uh, local haunt in Seattle and Tacoma. Um, and they are amazing. It's uh, the haunt Nightmare at Beaver Lake Ooh. by Scare Productions. Yeah. Um, I I love them so much. They're so cool. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> Um, I went to so, one year, and there was someone who was dressed like an alien. It was great. Oh, like a xenomorph? Like this alien costume, and he, and they were on stilts, too. Like So they were giant, just kind of looming over everyone. So were they a xenomorph? I like, think they were just a xenomorph, yeah. 
Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. But I could imagine <laughs> that as like a queen costume too. Like that would have been cool. Oh, Ooh, yeah. They were intimidating. It's every time there's a thing about, you know, pick your favorite uh, horror queen. For me, it's always going to be the Xenomorph. Hell yes. Yeah. She's, She's all slick and black vinyl-y. Right. It's so cool. She's sexy as hell. And she's queen. She, like, kind of is. Yeah, and she's queen. She's like, she can she destroy everything. Yeah, she's Kali, the great goddess. <laughs> no, I will make babies and I will kill you. Exactly. And then my... That scene with Ripley and her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get away from her, you <laughs> bitch. Epic. I always like the scene uh, where she's, um, you know, she's freaking out, and then the xenomorph goes next to her face, and then it opens its mouth, and then a little baby xenomorph goes, and then it also hisses. I was I remember like being little and being shown this movie and giggling at how adorable it was. <laughs> you know, she's all that is adorable. <laughs> right? You put it that way. <laughs> like, look at your little face. Oh man. Oh Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited Yeah. Well you know it it it's it's uh you know, summer horror camp. It's Mm, How everybody, you know, refers to it. It's going to be um, also this year in the panels, which I'm really excited for, is uh, there's going to be uh, people who have always been, you know, audience members who have displayed a lot of really cool information uh, that they know about horror cinema and horror art and happen to be horror filmmakers, and they're actually on the panel here. So I'm, I'm really excited to, yeah. So It's nice to watch things grow and evolve. Isn't it? It's beautiful. It's like watching, you know, this beautiful, bloody, thorny ivy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Growing up the wall. Dun, 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 dun. And I think it's at the new location again this year. Yep, C-Tech. Yep. 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 So I'll you'll be, be with me partying uh, in yeah. the evening time because it's my birthday weekend, at birthday weekend, and Ooh. we will have a very good time and the Hello Kitty ice cream cake piece. <laughs> but don't tell anyone that I brought it, brought you some just in case they get mad that I didn't bring... Oh, wait, we're on a podcast. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Me a piece of the cake, okay? I love you. So, she only has so much where, cake. I know. There's only so much cake. Always. Always. I am excited, though. It's going to be good. I'm going to bring a shit ton of eggs. Eggs? <laughs> yeah. Like chocolate eggs? Like, like eggs. What We're going to eat so many eggs. Oh, my God. I'm That's scared. Like, what kind of eggs? Delicious eggs. Are they alien eggs? They're 
eggs. Are they going to have face huggers in them? Is this a trap? No. No. I'm going to bring them for everybody to eat. Please eat oh, my okay. eggs. Oh, oh, you want to eat your eggs. Okay. I can <laughs> eat eggs, yeah. I'm good at that. Eggs are good eggs. protein. Yeah, they're a great protein. Going to need that. Going to need that for energy. I will. I'm going to that all week. <laughs> Fuck. Um, may, I ask, may I ask you how you eat these eggs? Oh. <laughs> well, I discovered last year at Gen Con that I like boiled eggs because I didn't. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I, I always hated boiled eggs my whole life. And I discovered at Gen Con with, uh, you know, tight uh, working periods and everything else um, that boiled eggs were something that I could eat whilst running clear across, you know. Uh, Indianapolis <laughs> to get around the convention um, and so boiled eggs became a thing for me so we're going to have boiled eggs yeah <laughs> you hear that I, I, I love boiled eggs so I'm I'm all on board with that it's, I can't Tell believe it I always thought they were disgusting and then you know put into a rock and a hard place where I'm like I need something <laughs> now oh cool. that stuff is life yeah, <laughs> they're good. Good protein. <laughs> well, and it's protein. a quick and one, and it, and it also uh, covers my one-handed food rule about conventions that you always wow. buy foods that you can eat with one hand when you're at a convention. Yep. Right on. So yeah, so that's always been my. So my favorite thing to do I is to go to Trader so Joe's funny. and just clean out a bunch of those wraps and just throw them in the bottom of my bag. I do that a lot. Those are good too. Hmm. Nope. So I'd be honored to eat your eggs with you. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> and also probably beef jerky. Ooh, yeah. that's good stuff. That's good stuff. That'll it's, keep you going I kind too. Of, it's, I'm kind of an alley cat. I like to chew on meat. So it's like, okay. <laughs> you know. I'm aware of I, I also like to chew on meat. So. <laughs> it's cliche, okay. but I love Pocky. Mm, yeah. Cliche, but Pocky I love is it. Great. <laughs> I know. Oh, See, Liz, it's turning into food hour. Food hour. Uh, can I tell you about food. something that's coming up? Of course. Tell what? Can I tell you about something that's coming up? Oh, of course. Yeah, I said of course. Go for it. Oh, oh, cool. Like it's okay. Yay. Okay. So I don't know if uh, you guys are familiar with the film Granny Fuckers. <laughs> wow. It's, no. it's, it's, okay, well, you got to watch this movie. Okay? I swear, watch this movie. It is Granny Fuckers. Awesome. Granny Fuckers. Granny Fuckers. Granny Fuckers. Suckers. Granny Fuckers. It's, it's fucking awesome. It, it's, got, oh it, it's kind of meta horror, not in like the supernatural sense, but in the sense that it transcends horror and goes into uh, this Dada-esque comedy that comes right back, da- like, right back around to horror, but it's body horror. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Now and I'm really intrigued. Please <laughs> oh watch boy. it. 
so uh, one of I the am. people who was involved with Just a Prick, she will also be there at Crypticon. Uh, she will also be on the panel. Is uh, Her name is Nadine Vesperosa, I believe. Vesperosa. I might be pronouncing her name wrong. There might be an L or an S there. I'm a fucking asshole. I don't know. But <laughs> she's amazing. She's fucking amazing. And she has this other show coming out called Chaos in the Kitchen. And it's this badass punk rock cooking show where they have this utility kitchen on wheels. And they go to these shows with these like punk rock legends and amazing bands. And they do a cooking segment with them, and they play, you know, music and stuff. Yeah, they just featured Tristan Risk and her Caravan of Creeps uh, homies over there. And, um, yeah, they are fucking awesome. And at the Bloodshed, which I am the owner of, uh, we will actually be featuring a monthly segment about their show, uh, talking to them and having little uh, clips and fun behind-the-scenes stuff. What kind of things do they cook? They cook all kinds of stuff. Like, honestly, like, I, I've i been looking at their teaser pictures, just kind of salivating. Uh, <laughs> there's, like, bacon-wrapped fucking this and, you know, yeah. cheesy fucking that. Like, you know, I can't get into specifics because... I don't remember, no, no, no. but I do know that I'm hungry just thinking about it. They made a chili. Well, we, should, <laughs> we, we probably should let you go, Michelle, and get some food in your face because we know it's almost 8 o'clock out there, so I'm sure you are hungry. Uh, so uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show and spending time with Queenie. And Queenie, thank you for coming on on your birthday. I know you were headline, but it actually made it really heartwarming. So thank you for being on the show with us. So how well, do you feel about me. it? I'm good. Always. I'm having thank a good you. time. Now I want to eat eggs. Thank though. you for sorry. Yeah, <laughs> thank no. you for having me. Uh, I'm wanting. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm married to Jews. They love hard boiled eggs. So you know, oh, yeah. you know. So yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I eat them all the time. So, Queenie, you get get this, though. Next week, you get the day off. <gasps> Ooh. So, yeah, next episode. Yeah, next episode. So, um, I'm okay. going to go over real quick. And, if Michelle, if you want to listen in, I'm going to just give a quick community calendar, but it's our own shit. Uh, well, uh, we have a, a, it from May is Sweeps Month, as you know, or at least it used to be traditionally. So, we have a shit ton of stuff coming down. Oh, and thank you, Michelle, for being on the show. We love you to death. She just left the show. But thank you, Michelle. Come back anytime and we we love you. So, thank you. I also want to thank Erin Marie. Uh, She hung up because she just couldn't talk and I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to her in person before she left the air. So, Erin, feel better. Get better. And Erin Cogan, stay on with us for a minute because we're going to talk real quick about what's happening for the next month. Most of it, it's going to be a crazy schedule and we have, I'm going to be in all of it. So I'm going to be so tired by the time this is over. So let's, but, um, so the community calendar is nothing but our own stuff. And when I mean our own stuff, like our schedule is crazy. Okay. So, 
so uh, it started today with the theme announcement, which we have now done. Woohoo! So we know <laughs> holiday horror films and anthology movies are the top scores in the Halloween Horror Movie Marathon Madness this year. Yeah, hey, okay. Uh, our next. The next episode on the Archivist Bets on Sexy Witches Network will be Repo Nerds, and we are covering the Marvel Universe. I am backfilling a bunch of Marvel movies uh, for Token Tommy Clark, including some animated films like The Ultimate Avengers. Uh, That show will be tomorrow. Yes, ladies and sexy witches and gentlemen and whoever else is out there, we are... Definitely. We, I am actually going to be on air tomorrow at 10 o'clock with Token Tommy Clark as we talk about, uh, we fill my plug in my holes of the Marvel Universe, which is actually quite the large because I am not a Marvel fan. I, I know that, like, Aaron Cogan's a fan of Marvel and Queenie. I know you're a fan of Marvel, yeah. especially Deadpool, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. I'm excited for Deadpool, too. Yeah. I was able to get uh, tickets to the to the completely sold out Marvel movie marathon starting tomorrow at one o'clock with Iron Man going through eleven Avengers related films ending the next day at six PM Avengers Infinity War. Thirty wow, motherfucking hours of Marvel, yo. Damn hosted by Nerdist Industries, so uh, if it's like the ones they've done in the past, Chris Hardwick will show up, lots of guest stars. It'll be a blast. Well, that sounds like fun. Um, I only film I have left to watch at this point is uh, Thor Ragnarok. It's the only one I didn't get in. Nice. Uh, I, I got in Ultimate awesome. Avengers, Avengers 2, and the next Avengers animated films. And I've also got in Black Panther. So at this point, that's it. Ragnarok is the last of all the Marvel movies I haven't seen yet. Right. All the rest. So, so it'll be an interesting talk. We're also going to talk about we're going to, on our recommendation segment. We're also going to talk about unusual comic book adaptations because they're not all comic books are DC and Marvel. There are plenty of other ones out there. Uh, Go- Kick-Ass, Ghost World, Scott Pilgrim, just to name a couple, are all comic book adaptations. And uh, we'll talk about the rec- – we'll give our favorite recommendations on the show. So that's tomorrow, 10 o'clock, and Wednesday, 10 p.m., April 24th. Repo Nerds, Marvel movies, getting ready for Infinity Wars this weekend. We're all getting our – our, our Marvel training gear on. So I actually am looking forward <laughs> to seeing Tom Holland in the super suit this time and see what it actually can do. Because I actually think Tom Holland, we fi- it took us a while, but we finally found a really good Spider-Man in Tom Holland. I will say yeah. that. I haven't been a fan. I wasn't a big fan of Civil Wars, but every time he was in it, I enjoyed him immensely. Uh, and the same with uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. I thought it was actually a pretty decent Spider-Man movie. So, uh, you know, all right, bring it, right? Bring it. Okay. Yeah. But wait, but wait, there's more. Our regular slated Sexy Witches is only a week away on May 1st. But, Queenie, woo-hoo, even though I made you work on your birthday because I'm such a horrible slave driver, I, I, actually, I am actually being nice and giving you and Erin Marie that episode off because... It's a special episode. I am required for my press pass to do a preview show of Texas Nightmares. 
Uh, and mm-hmm. Texas Bright Bears will be the fourth and of sixth of of May. And um, so I am having the preview show on May first. Be approximately an hour or so, hour fifteen maybe. Uh, and it will uh, star myself, uh, the head huntress, and my guest host will be Billy Pond, the director of Circus of the Dead, and he'll be at the Unearthed uh, Films table, which will have a major presence at uh, Tr- Texas Frightmares, uh, Song of Solomon. I met Stephen Biro, uh, an American guinea pig series uh, at Days of the Dead Atlanta, and so he will be there showing off his stuff. He's also, say, uh, and there's also another thing, I'll talk about that in a few minutes, but um, so uh, Billy Pond will be there, and then Troy Escamilla, which I mentioned earlier, will be screening his film, Stirring, at Texas Frightmares, which is a Christmas horror film, which is his second Christmas horror film, in fact. So he seems to like that subject quite a bit. Uh, so uh, I, I will definitely go see his film. Matter of fact, I have in my schedule able to fit in both uh, American Guinea Pig, Son of Solomon, and Stirring. There's no conflicts with that. So I'm pretty excited. So that is May 1st um, on the Sexy Witches here on the podcast. And of course, Queenie, May 4th is 6th. We are at yep. con, both of us. While I'm at Texas Frightmares, you will be at CryptidCon Seattle and hanging out with Michelle Nesk and eating hard-boiled eggs, apparently. <laughs> oh, yes, certainly. Yeah. So, I love it. You know, you know. Please, if you listen to the show or know people that would like to listen to the show or just want to say hi, we will always welcome a big hug and a hello um, out there in sexy witch land. So uh, please come say hi and thank you. And also I want to give another shout out to Crypticon Seattle itself because I know they actually pay attention to us and they comment on our pages sometimes. And so uh, thank you for being such a receptive convention to our small, small podcast. We, we're very grateful for all, and Texas Frightmares too, obviously, and, and Days of the Day, any, anybody that's willing to like accept us uh our little podcast. We, we're so grateful and humbled by all opportunities. So thank you. I'm getting all misty-eyed, greedy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so much. So much. Yes. You go. Have a tissue. But I've, I was so excited to go to Texas Frightmares, though, because, like, I've been wanting to go to that festival for a long time, but I had to have a reason to go. It's in Dallas, you know. Yeah. So... You know, so... Um, so but moving on, uh, the next weekend will be May 11th, uh, through this uh, May 11th, and that will be, once again, we'll remind you, the second annual The Horror Show with Brian King Podcast Telethon. Uh, proceeds will go for Two Stairs That Cares. Uh, the goal is 20 grand, and it's a 24-hour marathon. I might make an appearance at that. Uh, my co-host, Repo Nerds, Token Tommy Clark, will also be there, and Mike Lombardo will also be there as a co-host. So come and see the Sexy Witch Crew that's on the East Coast at the Telethon on May 11th. Uh, May 13th, I'm actually giving a plug for a, a show I sometimes uh, guest host on with, uh, and actually quite regularly now. Erin, you know how you're my you're my guest host sometimes, but really you're just a regular, and you should just be a regular, but but you get labeled that way. Well, it's the same way with me on this other show called Necrocasticon. I'm like a, a permanent right. guest host, right? Um, I've been doing it you for really a few are. weeks now. Yeah, and um, so I um, they they are uh, I gave them an interview 
because their show is horror and metal with a common connection, and that common connection is Casket Creatures um, from Atlanta, which is the only metal group that I kind of know. <laughs> I met them through Nathan <laughs> Hamilton and Days of the Dead. So I gave them that interview. So they are going to do that interview on the 13th. So I'll be on that show as well. And um, they're going to have their launch party for their CD at Days of the Dead uh, Charlotte in North Carolina the following weekend. So that's why I gave them the interview. Um, And May 15th um, is on this show. Once again, Queenie has the night off again if she chooses to. Queenie, two weeks, two episodes in a row. Happy birthday. I know. I I am full of surprises tonight. Um, So May 15th is our Days of the Dead preview show. Hopefully Aaron Marie's voice will be better by then. And um, my guest host that way will be the son of Celluloid himself, uh, Nathan Hamilton, uh, the Caught Dead Watching Ooh. Podcast, which if you haven't listened to Caught Dead Watching Podcasters, they only do it about once a month. It's awesome and hysterical, hysterical. Her, him and Nicole Gould, who's actually married to one of the casket creatures, actually, uh, they just watch the worst shit, and their reviews are so funny. Oh, my God. It is so good. Uh, and he also happens to be the programmer on the Code Blue tracks of the Days of the Dead. Uh, I was on the, the Code Blue track at Days of Dead Atlanta. I had the 2 o'clock, screen, uh, pod, uh, two o'clock panel, Women in Independent Horror. And guess what? I'm doing that again uh, at Days of the Dead Atlanta. So we're having an hour-long preview show of Days of the Dead Charlotte, the brand-new show in Charlotte, North Carolina that following week. And uh, and hopefully, like I said, Aaron Marie will be uh, better. So that's May 15th. And then May 18th and 20th is Days of the Dead Charlotte itself. I'll be there once again. Two o'clock, Women of Independent Horror Panel. And um, I'll be moderating opposite the D. Snyder panel, <laughs> which is kind of a bummer because I would love to see D. Snyder. But I only made one request of Nathan if I was going to do this, that I'd be, I would not be opposite the Dream Warriors panel. Which for me was like, I really want to go to the Dream Warrior because all the kids are there and Leather, Heather Langenkamp. And I was like, oh God, I got it. I got it. You know, I didn't want to miss that. So I'm going to miss Steve Snyder, which is a bummer. Just make sure I hit his table. Uh, my husband, actually, Paul Kogan, was on the, was a member of the um, No More Censorship Defense Fund with uh, Jello Biafra in the 80s when the PMRC was going after them. So Dee Snyder oh, yeah. is kind of a hero. So I, I really, really want to go see, meet Dee Snyder cause for that reason. Not his music. It's because what he did and stood up to the face of those bitches in, in Congress itself. Brave, brave thing to do. And it almost ruined his career, too. Because uh, he had to out himself and tell everyone he was a straight edger. Um, to uh-huh. during the congressional hearing, and yeah. all of a sudden people are like, "What? You're not this rock and roller?" It's like, "No, I have a family and kids. This is just my job." And everyone's like, "He's uh-huh. a he's a sellout," and it almost ruined his career. So brave, brave, and a Republican, <laughs> and a Republican. <laughs> this, this, you know, well, you know what? It doesn't mean that Republican makes you a bad person. It just means, you know, no, uh, not it, all it, the time. You know you know what? You can still party and be straight edged, okay? I don't think Susan. Yeah, you can. I still party hard, Absolutely. and I don't think 
I understand that he's not going to take it. No, he's not going to take it. He doesn't. No, he's not. He doesn't anymore. He's He's going to rock. Uh huh. He's going to rock. Well, anyway, I miss this panel, but I get to see days of the. I get to see the um, the the uh, Dream Warriors panel, and I'm happy about that. So, and, and so that that'll be fun, and and I'm really enjoying moderating panels, and so it, I'm hoping it'll have a good turnout. So, um, last but not least, we all of us, all the sexy witches, Aaron, myself, and Queenie, and if Aaron Cogan wants to join. We all group back together on Erin Marie's birthday on May 22nd. It also happens to be my mother, rest in peace, birthday as well, believe it or not. Um, and um, we are, we'll have our spring recap part two. <laughs> if you want to hear the spring recap part one, it's two episodes back. Uh, spring recap part two, where we will talk about Crypticon Seattle and all the shenanigans. We'll talk about Texas Frightmare and those shenanigans. And Aaron Marie and I will both talk about Charlotte. But wait, there'll be one more call in. And that is from your friend, Aaron Kogan. Uh, let's, oh my God, I'm blanking her name right now. I should have written it down. But your friend who's going to the Serbian film and auction that's happening oh, in LA. Right, right. Yeah, I'm so glad she said she could do that. Nice. She's going to call it and give a recap, and that's awesome because if we want to talk about edgy, controversial horror, we got, you know, you don't get more controversial than Serbian films, and they're having a yeah. special screening of Serbian films on the 18th, I believe it's the 18th of, of May, uh, where they yep, are here showing in Los Angeles. Un- here in Los Angeles, Unearthed Films is screening the Serbian film on the theatrical release. It has actually technically never been released in the States. It's the first time it's been shown on a big screen. And the directors are in attendance, and they're having an auction on the director's behalf. So, big, yeah. big event if you're into that kind of thing. The Soska sisters love a Serbian film. I've never seen it. I know of its reputation. I'm a little bit nervous about it. I don't like films like <laughs> Home Invasion and stuff where people are doing horrible things to each other. I prefer monsters, uh, you know. Um, yeah. So, uh, but but I will give it a shot at some point because the Soska sisters have excellent taste in movies, as we all know. And if they love it, they love it. They said their two favorite films were Martyrs and a Serbian film. So, and I know that Queenie Todd loves Martyrs. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. saying a lot. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so so that's that's May twenty second. Um, we'll all gravitate back on Queenie's birthday. We'll recap everything, and we'll have a recap of that event as well. Because you know, why not? Let's have some fun with it and really go all out. And that, and then we'll take a small break. Oh, I'll be dead because <laughs> like it's May. That was like what? How many podcasts is that for me next month? I think it'll be four. Four podcasts, three podcasts, three podcasts. Yeah, (laughs) a few podcasts. Yes. So, so that's it. We're done for the night. We're leaving. Uh, Thank you again, Aaron and and Queenie, for staying on for the last little moment of our recap to make sure our calendar is up. Once again, I'll be on tomorrow at ten o'clock for Repo Nerds, but the next sexy witches will be May first when we do the Texas Frightmare preview. As we leave tonight, uh, oh, once again, I want to thank Michelle Nesk and Mike Lombardo and, of course, Aaron Marie will get better. 
uh, and Raven Jasper Hawk for all calling in during the madness. I also want to thank all my listeners. And yes, Richard Tanner, you did get it correct. Um, congratulations. You were the first one to guess right. And yes, you did. Um, he was like, I guess I a few minutes ago. So yes. Yeah. So uh, we'll leave you tonight, though, on a little bit of a sad note, but also kind of a sacred note, too. Um, as a sexy witch, one of my favorite songs in the entire world is actually a child song. And it was written by a man named Bob Duro. Bob Duro wrote a bunch of songs that I grew up on during the schoolhouse rock era, um, including one of the most famous is Conjunction, Junction, What's Your Function? But my favorite song by him and his sexy witch was the first song he ever wrote for schoolhouse rock. And is three is the magic number. And so rest in peace. Bob Duro died yesterday at age 94. Thank you for shaping my childhood, teaching me how to write uh, sentences and a little bit of history and, of course, how to pass a bill. So good night, everyone. Mm-hmm. Happy good film hunting and uh, much love and madness. And we'll see you <laughs> whoops, about one week. If not, I'll see you tomorrow. Good night. Three is a magic number Yes it is It's a magic number Somewhere in the ancient mystic trinity You get three As a magic number The past and the present and the future Faith and hope and charity The heart and the brain and the body Give you three As a magic number It takes three legs to make a tripod or to make a table stand. It takes three wheels to make a vehicle called a tricycle. Every triangle has three corners. Every triangle has three sides. No more, no less. You don't have to guess. When it's three, you can see it's a magic number. A man and a woman had a little baby. Yes, they did. They had three in the family. That's the magic number. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, twenty-one, twenty-four, twenty-seven, thirty. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, twenty-one, twenty-four, twenty-seven, thirty. Now the multiples of three come up three times in each set of ten. In the first ten, you get three, six, nine, and in the teens, ten, it's twelve, fifteen, and eighteen. And in the twenties, you get a twenty-one, twenty-four, twenty-seven, and it comes out even on thirty. Yeah. Now multiply backwards from three times ten. Three times ten is thirty. Three times nine is twenty-seven. Three times eight is
What is it? Three. Yeah. That's a magic number. A man and a woman had a little baby. Yes, they did. They had three in the family. That's a magic number. Loud Sound Productions, in association with the Sexy Witches Pre-Sons. Repo Nerds, the podcast where there's no such thing as indecent exposure. Restoring nerd cred, one geek at a time. A live, interactive experience, Thursdays at 10 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. With your hosts, writer, Token Tom Clark, and the head hauntress, archivist, Elizabeth Catherine Gray. This is Days of the Dead, 2018, Atlanta in the Code Blue Room. You are listening to the Women of Independent Horror Panel, and you're on with the Sexy Witches. Jack Frost. 